Carson Jeffrey with us today. He's going to kick things off for us, playing a song for us called Take Away This Pain. You bet. I've been staring at my phone too much She been running around tearing it up Every time I look at the screen It's too hard and too damn fast To be trying to mend a broken past I just can't move on Oh, and take Well, I don't want to hear her name Oh, and take away this pain Well, I don't want to feel anything I've been thinking about going out myself And letting my feelings roam Into another stranger's arms But what the hell would I be getting done Cause when the morning comes I still have a broken heart Oh, and take I don't want to see her face Well, I don't want to hear her name Oh, and take away this pain Well, I don't want to feel Thank you. That was fantastic. Yeah, we uh, we caught that one out there while you guys were doing sound. Yeah, yeah. that's like, our sound checker every night. I was really hoping you could do that one acoustically, but I was like, I don't know if it'd be the yeah. same. But yeah. it's it's just as good. Yeah. You so bet. that that was off your first album, right? Um, let's see. That was off of my second album. Second album. Yes, sir. That was on uh, Heart of This Man album. Yes, sir. Nice. So. Yeah, that that that's a that's a great and well written song. It's. I appreciate it's fantastic. it, man. Yeah, no, that was a. One of them that I feel like uh, kind of got us kickstarted because we put it out yeah. as a single before the album came out and everything. And uh, yeah, no, people really like that when they sing it every night, and it's one of the one of the hitters up there every night for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. What, what's your favorite song to play up there? Mm, man, honestly, uh, "Love Me the Same" is a little more rock and roll song, and um, that's a fun one. But 
also the songs that get a lot of reaction, Rancher and stuff. I mean, yeah. those are fun when people are really singing back at you, Tall Boy and uh, songs like it, that. Is it ever like, we try to ask everybody that has like a huge song like that. Right. Is it ever, does it ever get annoying to play that song? Or is no, it just kind of like. No, I, they, uh, they're not even songs to me, honestly, at this point. They're just like, I, I know it sounds weird, but they're like faces. Like every hmm. single song in your mind has like a face and you just see that like the whole thing as a form all has its its own face and I don't know I guess like, it's just kind of like uh, I don't know talking to a person up there every now and I guess when you play that song huh. that, that <laughs> but, that's uh, awesome I've never heard like an artist describe their songs and yeah way. they're all different you know and it's like you don't even have to think about them and you just know the different face you know and uh, it's just muscle memory and when you, I don't get tired of it, or at least not yet. I guess yeah. I've only been doing it for four years. But yeah. <laughs> so you started in 2019, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and you also graduated from Texas A&M around that time. I did December of 19. Yep. What well, would you major in? A&M? Um, ag communications and journalism. Nice. Yeah. Did you ever, when you were going to school, did you ever imagine that you would be where you're at today in the music industry? No, I had no idea. Um, you know, I. I went to a lot of concerts uh, from the time that I was probably 18, or well, probably younger than that, really. Uh, I guess when I got my driver's license, really, like going around to all the local county fairs, just mm-hmm. anywhere that, you know, William Clark Green or um, Kyle Park or Reckless Kelly, anywhere those guys were, Mickey and the Motor Cars, where they were somewhere near me within an hour in high school, I would go watch them. And, uh, that's when I really started playing guitar hard, was in high school and writing quite a bit. And uh, yeah, I just always thought how awesome it would be to, to try and do it, you know, but I didn't think I ever would. I thought I had other things that were going on um, that would probably take the take the front seat, you know, yeah. that I would never try music, but uh, it just so happened I did try it, so. Yeah. And last year of college, I put the album out and uh, just for fun, really, for my friends and it kind of started doing good and next thing I knew we had a manager and next thing I knew we had a booking agent and then we had a band and then a van and then it was like well here we are let's get yeah. after it <laughs> next thing you know you got, you got people wanting you in their podcast yeah. that's right yes sir <laughs> exactly yep so growing up uh, you were always into team roping right uh mainly calf roping mainly calf I team roped too but um I mean calf roping that's my number one thing for sure nice um I uh yeah, we grew up youth rodeoing, um, and my family's rodeoed for a long time, my dad, and uh, yeah, that's just what I did, you know, every every weekend we were going to a youth rodeo, and uh, yeah, music was never really the plan, because we were going down the highway roping every single weekend, and, and I high school rodeoed, and then did college rodeo too, I rodeoed at A&M, um, but yeah, calf roping was the main deal, I teamed up pretty good, but I, uh, it just never really took the the main event, I guess, for me. I was because we were always going to like a jackpot calf roping, yeah. and um, or like the big team roping jackpots for the same weekend as like the youth rodeos. Well, I just go to the youth rodeo and just calf rope and maybe head every now and then at it. But um, yeah, I wasn't just going to all the big jackpots like all the other kids were team roping. So, do you, you ever have like any really big wins or any memorable memorable wins calf roping? Man, I. Uh, I won the FFA rodeo two years in a row, I guess, and uh, in the calf roping, and uh, I placed in the team roping in it one year, I think, and uh, and then I won second in a round at state in uh, the high school finals, and uh, for Texas, and 
But yeah, I don't know. They're uh, I did a lot of losing too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, I I'm not the greatest gaffer up in the world or anything like that. But uh, I mean, I wasn't bad either. Had did my fair share of winning, so but did my fair share of losing too. I mean, you got to be pretty good to be on the open team at A&M, I'm sure. Man, it was fun for sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of great athletes there, and uh, it definitely sharpened me up, got me out of the house a little bit, and because uh, at the college radio is just the real deal for sure. And uh, yeah, man. What what would you be doing right now if it wasn't for uh, music? Whew, I have no idea. I'd like to tell you I'd be roping, um, <laughs> you know. But honestly, being away from rodeo kind of just makes me want it even more, you know. Because now I can't do it every day or every mm -hmm. weekend, you know. Because um, now we're going down the road here and singing and. Um, yeah, I mean, like I got to enter two rodeos this summer that we were we were playing a show at this fair, but then they also had a rodeo, you know. And I ended up, I think, uh, I placed second at both of them, I think, in the calf ripping. But uh, and then walked on stage later that night and sang. That, that's probably like that's 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 crazy. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I've never. It was fun. Yeah. I like doing that. I've done it, I guess, probably a handful of times, or it's worked out. Where, but it's a lot. You got to bring two rigs, and it takes a whole team and. To make it work, but uh, no, I'd like to say I'd be roping. I, I bought my, uh, you know, I bought my pro permit for the PRCA. That, I guess, right there at that year before that whole year that I was kind of recording the album and everything, and uh, I went to maybe five or six PRCAs, and uh, and then just kind of stopped going once we started hitting the road. Really, yeah. you know, that just kind of put it on a halt. So. I'd like to say I'd be roping, but yeah. who knows? <laughs> so th there's um, the picture that they use for to promote the concert tonight. Mm -hmm. You on a horse? Is that you uh, when you're not playing music? Is that is that the real Carson Jeffrey? Uh, we spiced it up a little bit. We we spiced it up a little bit. I think it's a uh, is it my like out in the pasture or something yeah, on yeah. a big yellow buckskin horse. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. Um, we definitely. I mean, I, I don't wear chaps every day or anything like that. I mean, I'm just a. I'm a rodeo cowboy. I'm I'm not a, a rancher cowboy, so to speak. You know, I mean, I've done my fair share of ranching, and we've got cows, this and that. But uh, you know, there's cowboys up there in the panhandle and stuff that are a whole lot more cowboy than me, I for, <laughs> for sure. But uh, no, we threw on the the whole idea of that whole photo shoot was the Fairweather Cowboy album, mm -hmm. and uh, which was just kind of a joke between our band, and then you know it's kind of a joke in the rodeo world about being a Fairweather Cowboy, and I was like. Uh, so the whole idea around it, we just wanted to kind of get a, a real cowboy vibe, and then we threw that car in there in that photo shoot and just kind of that old Thunderbird. I think it was like a 57 Thunderbird. And uh, just trying to get a different vibe on like the, I don't know, like a cowboy that had a little fair weather in him. But yeah. no, that's not me on the daily. I don't wear <laughs> chaps every day. <laughs> do, do you... Uh, um so you're from Cat Spring, Texas. Cat Spring, yes, sir. Where do you call home now when you're not on the road? Still Cat Spring. Still, still yep. Cat Spring? Yep. That's where I was born and raised. And um, I live in the house that I grew up in until the fourth grade. And then my parents built a new house, and we moved up there. And then they rented it out um, after that. And then whenever I graduated college, the renter at the time was moving out the week I graduated college. So I just moved back into that house. And so, yeah, we got it. My grandparents, my parents, and me—we kind of all live on the same place. But yeah. there you go. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I am. I mean, I'm right there close to my great grandparents and right. my grand. And it's it's a really yeah. great way to, to to be. Yeah, man. We try and I don't know. I'm big on that. I'm 
I know uh, a lot of people, they don't really care about keeping it in the family, but um, yeah, there's no price tag on family land yeah. and stuff like that yeah. when it comes to us. So yeah. Sure. So your first album, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to not pronounce it right. Muchos sonidos. Yeah, that's close enough. Okay, <laughs> so it means many sounds. Many sounds, yeah, man. So, and that album goes on to reflect that. So, yeah. uh, how do you go about writing s- songs with different song like uh, sound structure? Yeah. Um, I think now I'm a little bit better about it. About you know, kind of making them more cohesive. Uh, some song or a batch of songs, an mm-hmm. album, whatever. But. Um, yeah, man, that's just what it was, you know. I mean, still to this day, I don't sit down and say, okay, well, I'm going to write a honky-tonk song, or I'm going to, okay, today I'm going to write a rock song. Or, or, like, if I'm picking on something, I don't say, okay, this is, has to be more rocking. I don't do that. I just kind of let the song develop how it needs to. And uh, I just had a whole bunch of those songs that, uh, well, I say, oh, it was like nine songs on that album. And uh, I just thought they were kind of a little bit different. Some were rocking, some were a little more country, and, just kind of floated on that idea. Many sounds is what it was, and I thought it sounded cooler in Spanish. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think most things probably sound cooler yeah, in Spanish. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, this is usually a difficult thing to do, but if you had to chalk up your sound into one genre, mm-hmm. what would you what would you call your sound? Man, I'd say I'm somewhere between Robert Earl Keen and Cross Canadian Ragweed. At least I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's very. That's accurate where I wider. try to be, and more so these days. I I don't know. I've been trying to dig in more to my writing and just trying to perfect the craft a little bit. So, I always enjoy listening to an artist that can do the variety. You know, where yeah. I can listen to like a, a slower kind of mellower song, and then right. I can get something kind of heavier too. You right. Know? Yeah. Uh, for me as a listener, that's always something yeah. I look for. Well, yeah. and in the early days too, um, I was so. Uh, so focused on the, the live show too that I was kind of writing for the live show and uh, I don't know I think it might have got me in a bind a little bit a few times with a couple of songs that might have been might have been duds but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't worry about it so much anymore now that we've got a pretty good set built and everything and you know two two three albums and uh, so I, I don't worry about it too much but in the early days I just wanted to get music out to where we could have a full set to play you know because yeah. mm-hmm live show was so important to me and uh yeah that kind of developed the sound a little bit too of trying to pump that the live show on the stage is there a specific way you go about like trying to work the audience when you're up there on stage man or is it just kind of not really i mean it's different every night i try and yell at them as much as i can <laughs> <laughs> just be loud and hope that they'll be loud you know uh and uh which is you know it's funny because i'm, I'm not a loud person at all um i'm very quiet and before music really took over my life in college i mean shoot i was i was really quiet i was the shy kid you know and um it's really gotten me out of my shell to where uh now i'm a little bit louder and everything but yeah it's always funny people you know from my past and they can't believe that i'm singing every night and yeah. they're like what you don't even talk <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i try to be loud up there and, and just keep some energy going you know you got to keep it going you can't let them you can't let it die down so yeah. we've got We've got our peaks and our valleys throughout the set, for sure. But. So uh, earlier you mentioned you uh, participated in the FFA Rodeo I did. in Texas. So mm-hmm. that I assume that you're an FFA member in high school. I was, yep. Did, did you do any kind of judging along with I did. Years? I did a parliamentary procedure my freshman year, and, um, and then I did horse judging quite a bit. And I might have entered a few other little 
like craft competitions and stuff, but I think that was probably about yeah. it. I love parliamentary procedure though. I only did it one year because I switched schools and uh, they didn't, my new school, they didn't uh, have a part of parliamentary procedure team. Yeah. I don't think we had enough kids that wanted to do it. But yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I always saw parliamentary parliamentary or parley pro i'll just use that right. that's kind of a mouthful <laughs> i always saw like parley pro teams and i'm like man i was like how can that be interesting but i loved it yeah because you had to do it so perfect you know yeah they gave you the sheet and everything and you had like what like three minutes to look it over and then i liked it it was fun yeah i i did uh i did speech and then i did uh environmental natural resources judging basically yeah. we identified animals stuff right. like that, that, yeah. that, that that's what I, I did in FA it, it was a lot of fun yeah yeah I think they got some new stuff coming out too my, my cousin he uh he's in Sealy FFA and uh, man they they're doing all kinds of stuff and like big old land judgings and yeah. stuff they'll go out like to property and judge and stuff and I don't know it's pretty interesting I just don't remember that uh, being a thing whenever I was there. Maybe it was. Maybe I, they just Yeah, they – uh, I don't know if you ever did this, but I, I was really active in FFA. And I would just go to random competitions. I wouldn't know what it was. I didn't right. prepare for it at all. I'd just go to random <laughs> competitions. And I'm like, I'm just going to see what what this right. is about. Skip school for the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, it was always really – it was weird. There yeah. was one uh, – I think it was like an agribusiness yeah. competition or something like that. And like you needed to calculate. I walked in there without a calculator. Everybody's like looking at me like, "What's this guy doing?" Right. I'm like, I'm like, what did I get myself into? I was getting out of school for a day. Right. <laughs> That's how I felt about horse judging. Honestly, I mean, I've been around horses my entire life, and when you walk into a horse judging like for FFA, like those kids are serious. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, <laughs> this is what I think, and then I get it completely wrong, and it's like, oh yeah, I guess y'all. Guess y'all know the textbook, and I don't. But look, look like a good horse to me. It did. <laughs> you you just missed the uh, being able to do the uh, talent competition. What's that? Oh, did they do they don't do that in I, Texas? I have no idea. Oh okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I did do it. I did do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or I thought you meant they did it here or something. But yeah. you're talking about in high school. Yeah. 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 yeah I, did FFA. I did it. Yeah. I did it. Uh, two years, I guess. Uh, one year I went. Or did I only do it one year? I think I only did it one year. And I went to our area or whatever. I got out of district and went to area, but I didn't go to state. Um, but I do sang at it. Do you ever just send them an email with a link to your new album? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, just keep updating on the view Man, count for Ranch School I, Dream I every remember, day. Uh, <laughs> I sang an I sang an original song. That was probably the problem. I didn't go anywhere. Nobody nobody knew what it was. But uh, I sang an original song, and I remember getting up there. And I mean, there was a lot of people at that area. Yeah. Thing. I mean, there's probably a thousand kids in there. And, um, God, I was so nervous. I don't even know how I got the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I was talking to my uh, drummer yesterday. We played the tap down at College Station last night, which is where it kind of all started for yeah. me, for sure. I told him we were setting up on the stage, and I was just standing there looking out, and I was like, man, the first time that I ever got on that stage uh, was it was like a songwriter competition thing in college. I had entered from Texas Music Pickers, and um, – Walked up there and I think I sang like two songs. You got like two songs each or something. And I mean, it was a packed house that night. And man, I bet you could, I bet they could see my hand trembling up there. <laughs> I mean, I was really green at the time. Yeah. But yeah, thankfully the jitters have gone away. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, um, how Oklahoma FA does their talent competition is that people just submit videos to like a board and then they mm. say, okay, you get to go play uh, the 
trade show. You get to go play on stage. You get to actually compete. Like, there's different you. levels to it, right. just depending on how, what you qualify. Huh. And we were talking to Wyatt Flores about it, and he was he was saying that he was fixing in 2020 because uh-huh. he graduated 2020. He was fixing to submit to go to the talent competition because he'd been told to do it every year, and then. COVID happened. He didn't get to do oh, it. Yeah. I was like, "Dang, that that sucks, dude." And yeah. then and then now he's blowing up. Yeah, on. no, man, that dude's crushing it. Yeah, for sure. Huge thank you to Vernon from Brad Brad's bat. Blah 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 blah. Leave this part in. Huge thank you to Vernon from Brad. Oh man, I can't say it. <laughs> Huge thank you to Vernon from Bad Brad's Barbecue. Perking it up. We got some uh, cool set decorations here. We got the uh, whiskey flight and then the shotgun shell shot glasses. So, Vernon, if those go missing, don't check our houses because <laughs> I, I would never. I, I believe he actually is selling uh, those shot glasses and that flight at Bad Brad's Barbecue along with, you know, again, some of the best bar- barbecue in the state. So, go check them out. Yeah, go in there. You can get a hat. We got hats over there. And uh, we've also got some Bad Brad's gift cards to give away. Uh, so if you see us around anytime at Brad's, not at Brad's, hit us up. We might have a gift card for you. For sure. Jagger, it's about lunchtime, I think. I think it is, too. You know where we got to go, right? We're going to Bad Brad's. Bad Brad's Barbecue. I'm getting the uh, burn-ins with the jalapeno cornbread. It's not even a question. That's yeah. what I'm getting. What are you What are you getting? So I, know I the usually get the dirty fries. Oh, you're switching it up on us. But I tried some really good tri-tip the other day. And man, it was fantastic. So I think I think next time I go in, I'm gonna go get the tri tip. I was That's like, I was like, it'd been funny if you would have done that and then not gotten it or right. lost. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> then then you could just like yeah. rub it in their face now. So who who are some of the? Are there any artists that you like looked up to uh, from a, from a young age, like to get into music or? For sure, man. I, I found uh, Cross Canadian Ragweed at a really early age, uh, probably seven eight years old. Um, my uncle gave me all of their CDs that they had made up to that point. And, uh, I mean, when I tell you that I played those CDs on repeat every day, like, I, they were on repeat. We had, like, one of the – my parents got a new truck in, like, the back had where you could, like, load six CDs at one time <laughs> and flip through them. And I had my headphones on. And because <laughs> uh, my parents' business, they would go to town, like, twice a day to the post office and stuff. And so I'd ride with them. The little kid didn't have nothing better to do, and I'd just be jamming cross Canadian ragweed every day in the back seat. But um, after them, I found Ryan Bingham in junior high and really dove into that. I mean, yeah, I've been listening to him for a long time. And uh, after that, I found, you know, all of the more Texas greats, you know, Randy, Wade, uh, Casey Donahue, and then uh, really found William Clark Green in high school and really dove into his stuff pretty hard. But yeah. So were you into any of the older country at all growing up, or? Um, by older country, what you mean? I mean like 70s, 80s, 90s. Not really. No, I, I I'm not a 90s country person. I mean I can listen to it, you know, but I'm not like I'm not one that's gonna go put on a 90s playlist. Yeah. I just I don't know. I've never been that into it. Um, do you branch out of like country into other genres that you listen to personally? Uh, I like a little bit of rock here and there. My band really likes rock, so they get me cultured on that quite a bit yeah. in the van and stuff. But uh, yeah, rock, and then uh, I'll listen to some rap every now and then when we're you know partying and stuff. But um, pretty much on the daily, I uh, it's just 
Texas country. I try to go back to some of like the older Texas country mm-hmm. whenever I'm bored and get back into those those old songs because man, you can't beat those. So, do you have an artist that is your favorite? Like, like when you walked in today, you were bumping this artist, and this is what you're calling right now. Do you have one artist right now that's your favorite? One artist that's my favorite right now, man. Um. Man, I'm gonna have to go with some of the, the guys that are like around, you know, what, what my stage in my career, kind of my peers. Um, I think Parker Ryan is killing it right now. Yeah. Love his live set. Um, he's got some a new batch of songs out that are killer. And uh, listen to a lot of him, and then also the Drop Tines who are kicking it off for us mm-hmm. tonight here. I li- we listen to them all the time. Me and the band, when we're going down the road, we'll we'll put on the Drop Tines. They're crushing it. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I really try and listen to a lot of what's around me, you know, not just the people above. Yeah. So. L- last year when you came, we had just started um, – we had just started this. Uh-huh. And so we weren't fully in, like, in with Tumbleweed and everything yet. Right. Um, so I had talked to the Lowdown Drifters. They opened yeah. for you last year. And yeah. I got hooked on yeah. the Lowdown Drifters. They're watching, awesome. Watching them open for you last year. They are. They're and cool. so I'm expecting the same thing to ha- happen with the drop tines yeah. tonight. Drop so. tines are good, man. They, uh, they're they very raw and just like a little bit in your face and just you can't you can't you can't get out of the way of the music because it's there you yeah know? and i love it it's cool i mean just look at new girl like that that song's <laughs> just right there that's what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i i was because i hadn't really heard, heard yeah. much about him until yeah. like i heard about the show so right i uh i started listening to it this week and i'm like yeah. yeah i'll play it and i'm like yeah so this is the drop time <laughs> yeah they're cool man yeah yeah and there's some cool guys i hope y'all get to meet them here in a little bit yeah Hopefully. yeah they're, they're supposed to be stopping by and, and doing the show a little later mm. so that'll be yeah. good yeah you want to give us another song here yeah in we the can middle what you got for us this time i'm gonna do tall boy this time wrote the song about my wife I'm too drunk to drown Here's my keys and a kiss on the cheek This has some fun tonight ZZ Top on the radio She loves a short dress man Hand on my knee she said to me I love the stars in your pants I don't know what true love is But I hope something like this She made me feel like I never feel Quite ready to give in And I don't want this night to end No, I don't want Margaritas from earlier What got them batting their eyes One more drink and a wink from me She's really 
coming around The blonde is just a dancing on the shoulder town floor She's teasing me with a fruity little Jane Saying, don't you want some more? I don't know what true love is But I hope something like this She made me feel like I never felt So dancing, singing right along to all of my songs, family number one fan. And I don't want this night to end. No, I don't want us to end. No, I don't want this night to end. No, I don't Awesome. That was uh, I was listening to that one uh, yesterday. I think we played. I'm the a, a DJ here on College Night. Oh, okay, and cool. We were, we were playing that one last night. So. Heck yeah! It was, a, it. it was a packed house in here. Two thousand yeah, people. That so. was yeah. Really? I, I, I saw some videos. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Everybody's back in school. They're ready to yeah, get after it. Yeah, now. exactly. So I noticed your guitar. It's got it's got a little bumps and scratches. You get got yeah. any stories behind it? It's got to have a good story. Yeah. None. No good story. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe by his previous owner. I bought it probably I don't know maybe a year and a half ago. Um, I bought it in Austin at a vintage guitar shop, and I was just needing a new or a, a new road guitar, um, just something that could kind of take a beating. And that one had already taken a beating, so I said, well, that's what, perfect. What, what year is it? Uh, I think it's like a '94. Really? Yeah. It looks a lot but older than a 94. It's got some cracks for sure. That I actually just had this big crack fixed last week, and then uh, he cleated it because it was kind of smushing in. And, uh, it's been shattered here. It's actually had a broken headstock off of it, so it's been around the world and back. But it's got some character. It, uh, but it's just uh, that's kind of why I bought it because I just didn't want to have to worry about something, you know. And, yeah. Because uh, my guitars take a beating out here. I need to take better care of them. <laughs> so that guitar's got some secrets rather than stories. Probably yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I've got another guitar at home that I don't bring out anymore. Uh, it's a '71 Martin, and it it's got a uh, the guy's name and his social security number written in sharpie on the inside. Yeah. Clay Hollenberger. <laughs> I've been social looking for number? him, but I can't find him. <laughs> Is that a what 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 other kind of guitars you've got? Uh, that's pretty much it. I got a guild that I've been playing, using as my main one every single night, and then this one is kind of I'm switching in every now and then. I don't but, know uh, much about guilds, but I've seen here recently a lot of people that we've had on have had them. Yeah, man, playing. I love them. I love them for sure. Uh, the I think it's the Westerly Factory. I think the, those guitars uh, from Guild. I love those. Uh, I've had two of them. This is my second one. The first one. 
got stolen some years back. But uh, yeah, they're they're good guitars. I love them. They're good uh, workhorses too. You can't you can't make them do wrong. So. Yeah. You ever you ever smash a guitar on stage or anything crazy? I haven't, like that? man. They tried to get me to do it a couple times at some <laughs> places, but I hadn't done it. it and it, it wouldn't be one of these. No, I'll tell no, you yeah. That. <laughs> it, it seems like uh, your band's pretty hard rockers, just from the sound check we heard earlier. Yeah, man. They're a wild bunch. They're absolutely insane. But I love them to death. Uh, we've had this group of guys right here uh, together for probably about shoot going on three years now, I guess, or something like that. It's pretty so, good. Uh, Travis, my one guitar player, he's been with me since day one, pretty much, and, uh, and we kind of filtered everybody else in one at a time after. But uh, how, how does that dynamic work with two two electrics? Yeah, man. Uh, really, we just. I didn't want to play electric guitar anymore. <laughs> I was kind of doing it a little bit, and I'm just not a spectacular guitar player, you know. And um, I just had always loved those guys that had the the two guitar player thing going on, you know, William Clark Green and um, you know Reed Southall for a while had just two and stuff, and Co. He's got two, and I just always thought the dy- like you said, the dy- dynamic of them working off each other and two different sounds is working and and then also, like a lot of our songs on the album have like a little bit more steel and more fiddle. And then go check out Dead Wake Archery Innovations. <laughs> he gave us a little a hat there to give us a little set, set decoration. And I know if we would have caught him before we built this set, well, we'd probably have a whole bow. For safe, for uh, for um, security purposes, I don't know if we could have <laughs> had the bow in here, but that'll uh, ah, be all right. <laughs> Especially after the comments you've made in the last episode. <laughs> well, I mean. It's, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I'll if, tell you what, that Leviathan bow will get everything you need, it get every job done you need done. Leviathan. <laughs> um, you guys need to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. They just posted this week. Um, I don't know when you're going to be seeing this, but this week they posted some really cool pictures of all the different colors they've got, the bows they're finishing up. So you want to get your order in soon. And a little nugget of information here. They have just upgraded their manufacturing process Uh uh, this weekend. A little uh, picture shown on there. Uh, They're going full-time. Congratulations, uh, Trevor Pigeon out there. He is uh, full-time. Dead Wake Archery Innovations. Super proud of him. Uh, great entrepreneur. So just go out and support him, man. He's he's doing a great thing over there at Dead, Dead Wake, and we're we're re- really proud to see what, where they're going and where they're going to end up. They've, they've perfected the craft essentially. Yes. And one one really cool thing about it is it's one hundred percent made made in the USA, one hundred percent made in Oklahoma, which is another cool thing. I know most of our listeners are from Oklahoma, but if you're not, it's still one hundred percent made in the USA. I mean, just go go grab you a Leviathan bow, and a little sneak peek, they're going to have another line of bows coming out here really, really soon. And they, uh, you know, there's other companies out there that are making similar products, but they're just copies of other people's <coughs> products. No, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Um, but at Deadwake, they design their own products. You're not getting a copy of someone else's product. You're getting a engineered product that they designed themselves made to order and you can even get personalized designs on your bow too they got some great cool things going on there's anodizing put the words out of my mouth anodizing and anodization anodization (laughs) i don't know if that's either way but 
Uh, they get, you got you can get cool custom design, whatever you want on, on your bow. You can even cu customize the grip however you want it as well. And uh, yeah, go check them out. Huge thank you to Dead Wake Archery Innovations for sponsoring us. And then when we came to the live show, like it was just lacking a little bit, and I, I it was just better to get another guitar player um, to kind of fill in those spots, and we just really work them up, and it makes a, I think it makes a much funner live show. Yeah. So we're just trying to pump it up, but. They're killer, my two guitar players, the whole band. Um, I couldn't be out here without them, that's for sure. They're damn good. So Yeah. So do you have a band name real quick? Yeah, you have a name for the guys in the band like a Yeah, they they call themselves the CJP, the Carson Jeffrey Project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like a, like a nineties like grunge type. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well that's pretty much them. Yeah. Grunge grunge metal. If they could have like a little cover grunge band. I think they would. <laughs> it, it sounds yeah. like they need to make one, and then what, they do. We, They've we, talked about it. I was like, we can get, get them on. They it. wanted to uh, go around and play some of like the little, you know, the Texas Circuit bars, yeah. but like on nights that we or a weekend we had off, like they would go do a couple like little bars in Texas. They've talked about it, so on their own, <laughs> yeah, leaving leaving me at home. <laughs> so, so with a band that's like crazy like that, you guys got any fun road stories that you can share? Oh gosh, I should have rehearsed this one and thought about it. Uh, yeah, we got tons of them. I'm just trying to think of them. <laughs> he's trying to pick one out in particular. He's, or probably, pick, he's probably trying to find one that's mild enough. Yeah, yeah one that's exactly. PG. <laughs> these guys are crazy. Um, yeah, man, I, I, a funny one. We were in a Nashville one night, and uh, I don't know if it's really funny, but it's crazy. We were in Nashville at a pretty uh, well-known bar. I won't say the name so they don't let me not back in there. But uh, <laughs> we, what were we doing there? Oh, we played a show in Nashville. We played at the basement. And uh, my family was there. They flew out and my wife and everybody. And uh, so me and my wife went to the bar with the band and we were hanging out. And um, we had an early, early van call. And so... I was like, all right, we're gone. So me and my wife left, walked back to the hotel. It wasn't that far. Well, I wake up at 4.30 the next morning and get out of there. And I look at my phone and all the texts and everything were just blowing up. <laughs> Gosh. And they had gotten in a huge fight. My band did. <laughs> and uh, drug it all out in the middle of the bar. I mean, just going at it. Chairs slinging everywhere. And they, they weren't going to kick my guys out because the other guys kind of they just walked right up on them and it was on and uh, they were messing with my old tour manager for some weird reason and uh, they got after it and then they ended up actually kicking my guys out too and they shut they closed the bar early like it was that big of a fight they closed <laughs> the bar and they kick everybody out on the street and then they get after it on the street some more and uh, my old TM he gets knocked out like just cold knocked out in the street just laying there and he, uh, he, I think he had a concussion, actually. He was hurting pretty bad, and on the bus the next day, he just slept all day. But, uh, but yeah, no, we, and then yeah, and then after that, I was like, hey, no more fighting in, <laughs> in well-known bars. You want to fight in a trashy bar? That's fine. <laughs> Not somewhere they know your face, maybe. Not somewhere we can play later. Exactly. Well, they don't, they don't have, uh, they don't have any music there, but or like a stage. But it's where like all the people go to hang out in Nashville. So. We don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a good time. 
felt they said oh, it made us stronger as a band. <laughs> like, where were you at? I was sleeping. Yeah, exactly. So, so what were they expecting you to do? Like come help or? No, they were just. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they were texting each other. They were texting each other on the on the, all the group texts, talking about how much fun they had in the fight. And I don't know if they were all in their bunks and just texting later that night or what, but yeah, I don't know what they were doing. They're just getting a recording of what happened. I guess, man. If you could there. print a manuscript of our text, we'd probably be fired. Them boys are crazy. <laughs> don't, don't bring it up in court. Yeah, for real. Don't bring it up in court. Who, who's the uh, coolest person out on the road you've got to play with? Coolest person I've got to play with. Man. Uh, honestly, we, we love any chance we get. I think we've done it three times to play with Shane Smith and the Saints. Um, they're really Really awesome set. That's one of them. That's another band also, like in high school, that I would go around and watch anytime they're around me. Um, but their set is so good, and they're really good people and, you know, easy to be around. For, we try and just get in and get out, stay out of their way, and um, we, yeah, they're just good people. So, Yeah, they actually they played here last fall. And yeah. what I got, got a chance to watch them. There was, and at the time, I didn't really know a lot of Shane Smith and the right. Saints uh, songs. And they, for not knowing any of the songs, they put on like a heck of a it's show. It's crazy, man. And and then I got really into the music. I'm like, yeah. man, I really want to see them again. I'll never forget the first time I saw them. It was at Harry's in College Station, and they walk out and they do the mountain, you know, with the fiddle. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god! I was standing right in the front row in the middle of the stage. And, that was it. After that, I, I never forgot who they were. So. Yeah, and Shane, <laughs> Shane has a, like a really good stage presence. He's he all does. over the it's place. It's killer. Yeah, yeah. I, I envy his stage presence because it's so just demanding of the crowd. Yeah, like he's got them, and there ain't no getting rid of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. So when you're out, out on the road, like when you're hanging out with the band, what what's your guys' go-to thing to like kill time? Uh. Here lately, we just been trying not to sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a hard thing to do here lately. But, uh, man, we play some golf in the wintertime quite a bit um, when it's not too expensive. Some golf courses are a little crazy. <laughs> but, uh, now, yeah, golf in the winter and in the summertime, we try to bring our bathing suits and jump in a river when we can or a pool. Or yeah. But, yeah, we just we just got out of our van, and our van's been so hot. And we uh, – just been trying not to sweat that's been our pastime yeah <laughs> are, are you gonna ride the bull again tonight man he tried to kill us last night <laughs> literally like we were so sore the next day from that i don't think i'm getting on it well well drake's not here anymore he he uh, graduated so okay shout well, out to drake but he's he's long gone so you'll have somebody else so. maybe we'll get on it if it's in it's a different uh operator <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he slung our our uh merch guy so hard man <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> and he was pretty sore the next day. I look at that thing and I'm like, you know, I feel like I could hold on to that. I, I want to. Then see I get, get a little the... closer and I'm like, ah, probably not. That, probably shouldn't. That sounds like some good content right there. Could be. We'll, could be we'll both content. ride the bull. Yeah. And video it. Yeah. And see how long. Yeah, that's what people want to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you said you play, play some golf. Uh, are you are you a good yeah, golfer? Not really. I mean, I'm not bad, but I ain't good by any means. Um, well. I've tried to get into it a lot and try and be good at it, but I just uh, – it's like every time I try, then it just gets hot and then you just don't go – like this summer I haven't been to the golf course in three months. But yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not that bad, but I'm not great by any means. 
Do you watch any golf or you just play? I like watching golf, yeah. Do you watch like on YouTube videos or TV? Um, or? Just mainly on TV. Like when, when there's a good tournament on, we'll, we'll turn it on the TV, uh, like in the venue or something. Like we'll we'll sit there and watch it as a band in the evenings. But yeah. You got a, you got a favorite golfer? Um, Man, I like Ricky Fowler, honestly. I just okay. uh he's a, he's a poke. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, man, he uh he just seems like a cool dude. I uh I'd like to sit down and have a beer with him or something. Yeah. He's a yeah. cool guy. But. What's your uh what what kind of clubs you're rocking out there? Uh just some El Cheapos. El Cheapos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got some uh I think they're tailor mades from the uh pawn shop and I got some other piece together pawn shop clubs and stuff, but I I've been wanting to get a really nice pair, but I just can't do it because we throw them in the bottom of the trailer, and uh, they just get beat up. Like we pile all of our clubs on top of each yeah. other, and when you pull them out, it's just filthy. And I'm like, man, I'm not throwing a pair of fifteen hundred dollar clubs in there. Like my two hundred dollar ones are fine to throw you, in there. You need to have a, a road set and then a nice set. I know, when you get right? Them. I know. I think uh, I've seen some artists on Instagram that they have those. They have a road set and a home set. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's the best golfer out of the band? Mm, probably uh, Ryan Rogers, my uh, other guitar player. Yeah, he's really good. You got any interesting shows coming up? Uh, tonight, right here in Stillwater. There we this go. One for sure. And uh, we're going to Kansas in a couple weeks, Nebraska, and Mississippi. Never been to Mississippi and played a show, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Are you uh, are those those you are you headlining those? You opening yeah, we're headlining those. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, yep. Mississippi. It's gonna be. It's pretty muggy down there too, yeah. right? Yeah. It might be even more than probably more so. so than here. Yeah. We got. I'm pretty humid at my house too over there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I never. I never hung out in Mississippi, so I don't know what the weather's like. Yeah. Yeah. About to find out. Yeah. 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 Hopefully it'll be a nice and cooled off but by the time you get down there you can have a good yeah show. yeah when are we going uh september is it september yeah i think it is september yeah so maybe it'll be a little cooler i don't know yeah well it sounds like the drop times are getting ready to uh, sound yeah. check so if we can get one more song out Absolutely. of you we'll wrap things up here yeah you want to plug your social media and all that stuff too real quick yeah we're on instagram facebook uh tiktok it's just carson jeffrey on all of it i think it might have some uh Dots, periods, commas, and some different spots, but it's just Carson Jeffrey on all of it. So. And a website, CarsonJeffrey.com. It's got everything on there, too. So, um, This is a brand-new song we're about to put out here in a few weeks, and uh, it's called A Girl from Fort Worth. She works at a Hooters in North Fort Worth. She lost a man that gave her a ring and a future. She don't have a lot of sense if she ain't got much at all. She just traded trash from the west side of town, and that's about all. She don't really know who her daddy is. Has it that he spent some time locked up in a pen? But her mama won't tell, cause she was a little wild. She asked her about him a couple of times. She said, Don't you worry, child, I'll land you love and you all alone. 
And if you marry us, don't you forget about me. She's just getting off work. It's a half past five. She gets in a car. Thinking about a new guy It's a 40 minute drive All back to his house She calls up her mama So they can talk it out She says Love you all And you Be you wanna be When you use your heart You'll be amazed at the things and if you marry us, don't you forget about me. Well, now she lives in a mansion north of Fort Worth. She married a man that gave her a ring and a future. She got a man, yeah, she got everything she needs. She thinks of her mama now and then when she sends us some money. Yeah, she'll love who she wants to love. And she'll be who she wants to be. And when you use your heart, you'll be amazed at the things you will see. Thank you. Yeah, you thanks bet. so much for coming out and yeah, having Carson, a conversation. We appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Yep. I appreciate y'all having me on. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Thank you.